You are Locked On Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Here are your hosts, Matt Peck and Big Dave Watson. What's up and welcome in to Locked on Bulls, part of Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Matt Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. You can follow my co-host Big Dave Watson at Bow BAWL Sports, and you can follow us at Locked on Bulls. You can also shoot us a text or leave us a voicemail, and our number is 331-979-1369. We had a lot of fun doing three mailbag episodes spanning last week and then our Monday episode this week. Uh, hope y'all enjoyed that as much as uh, you and I did, Big Dave. We did. Uh, quick shout out to RockAuto.com, one of the sponsors of today's show. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit RockAuto.com today and tell them that Locked On sent you. Big Dave, first and foremost, yeah. welcome back. How was the weekend to your White Sox? Oh. They gave they gave my Cubs the business this weekend. Well, you know, it was only right, Matt. You know, I think. I would have been disappointed with anything less than a sweep just because of what the Cubs have gone through. But, you know, we had to set the tone. Um, you know, you, you, you didn't want to, you know, kill an old yeller, but you had to take them out back, you know, and you had to put them down because the rest of this season is, is about the White Sox. So we just had to make that, let that be known. That's all. There's no, no hard feelings, you know, nothing there. But we had to let that be known that the rest of this year, it belongs to the South side as far as baseball is concerned. Amen. And I'm with you on that. Um, mm. Obviously uh, seeing the Cubs just sell everybody was tough to watch, but Ooh. I am not one of the Cubs fans who hates white Sox and their fans. Mm. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's better in the summer and into fall in this city when either of the teams, if not both are really is. looking to make a world series push. So I'm, yeah. I'm happy for you and your fellow white Sox brethren in this city. And, and I'll be certainly rooting for them. Um, before we dive into today's Bulls topics, we have a lot to cover. Obviously, the tampering investigation news that broke over the weekend. And mm. what's the latest on Lowry Markinen, who is still mm. unsigned, but we did get some updates. We're going to talk about all of that. First, though, Dave, I just wanted to give a shout out to our listeners. Um, uh, I tweeted this out from the Locked On account uh, Monday morning, but you know, we, we get our, our weekly updates from the head of the network breaking down how every show did, you know, some of the biggest stories from the week. Uh, and, you know, basically the Bulls crushed it. Bulls yeah. listeners, you guys crushed it last week in the week of mm -hmm. free agency. Locked on Bulls cracked the top 100 in the sports wow. and recreation category of iTunes podcasts, which wow. is like damn near impossible to do. Wow. We had our <laughs> biggest week ever in the history of this podcast what? and shattered the previous record for, for total downloads in a week. And wow. we quadrupled our YouTube audience wow. in that one week. So, Big Dave, I mean, we just—I wow. just wanted to give a shout out to our listeners, man, hey. and also everybody tuning in to find us on YouTube. An amazingly fun week to be a Bulls fan, and you guys yeah. showed out in big numbers. We appreciate y'all for that. We really, really appreciate y'all for that because I mean, just showing the love that you all do—not only you know for us, but especially just for the team. Because you guys can go get, you know, your content. There's a lot of places to get, you know, your Bulls content. A lot of great podcasts out there. But the fact that you guys choose us, you know, 
to to say, hey, I want to hear what you guys have to say. You want to hear what your opinions are. I want to laugh with you guys. You know, I really enjoy you guys. It it's not taken lightly by by Matt and I. You know that you all do that and you all show us the love you all do on social media. It's amazing and it's mind blowing. So just hearing those things Matt said that this show is doing is it's really I really it's really hard to find words, but. The main word I continue to come up with is thank y'all. Like, just really, truly thank y'all for continuing to ride with us, man. And and we ain't going to stop. And hopefully the Bulls won't stop neither, baby, because we got more to talk about. The other big thank you, of course, goes to Arturis and Eversley for doing oh. things that are bringing Bulls fans back, right? Yeah. I mean, it, it, it makes perfect sense that the biggest week in this podcast history is the same week that we go out and in the opening hours, days of free agency, make two mm-hmm. of the biggest splash deals uh, across the entire NBA. When Not the Bulls are relevant or even looking like they might be relevant in the near future, mm-hmm. there is no fan base like this fan base. Um, and, yeah. you know, I've learned that certainly covering this team a lot between this podcast, doing outside with you over the last several years. If mm-hmm. if you give Bulls fans a little sprinkle of something to be excited about, yeah, man, y'all, yeah. y'all come out in big numbers. And it's awesome yes. to see. So – Unfortunately, that now oh. leads us to the part where we have to talk about yeah. we all were so excited last week because we have a new front office that finally did stuff. Yeah. And maybe they did stuff too soon because <laughs> the investigation that is currently ongoing. So we got reports of two investigations that the league is in, uh, opening as far as potential tampering. The Bulls mm. and Pelicans Lonzo sign and trade deal. And the Heat and Raptors Kyle Lowry sign and trade deal. We'll leave that one alone because we don't mm-hmm. really care about that one. We've got to focus on the Bulls and the Pelicans. Right. So, Big Dave. I mean, obviously the context here. You think, well, yeah. There's, there's always been tampering. There always will be tampering. So, what's the big deal? The Bulls right. announced the Lonzo deal. We, well, the Bulls didn't announce it. It was broke. It was broken by an NBA reporter within the opening seconds. Right after yes. that 6 p.m. Eastern, okay, go within the first, it was 6 01 p.m. Eastern time, and it's it boom, was. Lonzo to the Bulls. It was so that is a situation where, yeah, th- absolutely there was tampering because mm. it's not just a player and a team verbal agreement on this many years and this much money because I'm an unrestricted free agent. No, there were other elements to the trade. Multiple other players, Sadoransky, Garrett Temple, cash mm-hmm. considerations, and a draft pick. Mm-hmm. So that's why the league was like, how did you figure all of that out mm-hmm. in the span of about 45 seconds? And that's <laughs> why this investigation is happening. Yeah, that's true. And But here's, here's the other side where I looked at, Matt. I, In my opinion, I feel like the skeleton was already there. Because uh, remember, they tried to make this deal for Lonzo during the season. Uh, during You know, before the trade deadline. They tried to move him. So... In my in my head, this had already been set. Like they already had an idea about what they wanted to do and what they wanted to send and what they wanted to agree on. It's just at the end, David Griffin wanted more, and the Bulls weren't willing to, you know, give him more. So remove Lowry from it. Maybe you know one of those first round picks that you know they were going to give to them. They ended up giving both of those to Orlando, you know, for Vooch. So I thought in my head, I thought the skeleton had already you know, was already created, was kind of already there. It was already a foundation and a structure for what the trade was going to be. So when it came out, I didn't think it was hard, you know what I'm saying, or or difficult for them to come to that agreement because obviously New Orleans was a little bit more desperate at this point in time. 
uh, they didn't hold any of the cards because Lonzo was not going to be there and they wanted to get something for him. And they knew how much the Bulls wanted it. And we know the aggressiveness of uh, AK and Mark Eversley. But it's that 501. You know, that's that's what did it, Matt. Um, <laughs> if it had come at like 530 or whatever, yeah, that it probably would have been okay. But it, it was definitely that 501 where they were like, eh, I don't know, guys. We got to look at this a little bit and, and see what you did. But I... They were met. They were super excited, you know, in my head. Like, I'm like, they were just really excited and wanted to, you know, get this done and get this out and, you know, give the Bulls what they wanted so we could move forward and, you know, make more deals and do things like that. But that that was my opinion, though, Matt. Like, they already had a foundation for this. Well, but I think what you highlighted on there, Big Dave, is that, you know, Bulls fans say, well, it's, it's yeah, they already had parameters for the deal in place because they talked at the deadline. So, Maybe they did do this legally without doing it, you know, any tampering or breaking any rules. But as you highlighted there, the fact that Lowry Markinen was a central figure in those talks leading up to the deadline in a potential Markinen Lonzo swap, and right. then Markinen was left out of this deal that yeah. broke at 501 on the yeah. first day, first minute of free agency, is why the league probably looked at it and raised an eyebrow to say, well, okay, even if you had legal conversations leading up to the deadline about a potential deal that one involved Larry Markin and at least that's the way it was reported mm-hmm. so in, in in the first minute that you're allowed to talk to players their representatives and teams you come up with a brand new deal that doesn't involve <laughs> Larry Markin the guy that the previous deal was centered around how yeah. does that work how does that yeah. work without you having done a little bit of tampering and that's what the league is investigating right now so there's a lot more to this conversation, and sure. we are going to break into all of it as far as how this may have gotten out, who's responsible, how the Bulls will be held responsible by the league, and, and sort of big-picture tampering talk about the NBA. Before we do that, though, Dave, I mentioned at the top of the show, it's a Rock Auto uh, episode. Uh, would you mm-hmm. like to tell our listeners about it? Because you've kind of <laughs> you you need to come back at our our caller who who raised the bar for you a little bit the other day. <laughs> well, you know, Matt, you know you don't have to come back. You know, at that, but I am from the Michael Jordan school of it. So if somebody challenges Mike, it doesn't matter. You know, I'm putting on the gear and we coming at it. We here to talk about Rock Auto. That's what we here to do because you already know what Rock Auto does. Let me ask you a question. With the ever increasing numbers of making models, it's now impossible you to find parts for you and your car at the local chain auto parts store, ain't it? And don't you hate going in there? Don't you hate walking in? Don't you hate that smell when it hits you in the face? That smell of coffee, donuts, and shame all hit you in the face at one time? Well, guess what? You ain't got to deal with that no more because my people at rockauto.com got all the answers for you. You can stay at home. Put your feet up. Go ahead and get your mobile device or your computer and hit rockauto.com. Oh, you think that's convenient? Well, let me add a little more to it. Why go there and spend 30 to 50, maybe even 100% more on the same parts at the dealership or a chain store? Why? When you can sit at home in your wonderful cool drawers in your comfortable chair and save you some money. Like if you got a Honda Odyssey fuel pump, that's about $3.53 at the chain store. Guess how much it is at Rock Auto? Go ahead, take a guess. You know what? Don't do that. I'm going to tell you. $2.16. Boom, you're saving money left and right. 
It's a family business serving the do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Their prices are reliably low for every single customer. They got everything you can need. You want some brake parts. You want some tail lamps. You want some motor oil. You want some 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 of that new carpet. How about some new car smell spray? You know what? They're going to have that representing for you too. RockAuto.com. And when you get there, what you're going to do is you're going to write locked on in their how did you hear about us section to let them know that my main man matt and myself sent you there amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need it's rock auto uh. boom that's how you debate <laughs> and with that we are back to our bulls tampering investigation talking point here big dave before mm-hmm. we dive into where exactly we are and what might be coming next i saw a lot of people circling on bulls twitter looking for someone to blame uh over yes. the weekend and yes. saying okay everything that we've seen and and have learned about ak and eversley so far is they keep things very close to the chest right true they yeah. have not given up any hints about what they're doing because like like caruso wow that came out of nowhere demar de rosen what right Um, so a lot of people say there's no way the bulls leaked this at 501 Mm -hmm. right yeah yeah. a lot of people are saying this seems like something that is clutch sports's fault and rich Mm. paul's agency's fault because he represents Mm. lonzo ball and somebody told sham sharanya at 501 central time that this deal was in place yeah and you can't imagine Imagine that it was AK or ever anyone from the bull side of this negotiation mm-hmm. that sent that news to a reporter at five, because you want to yeah. believe that they're smarter than that, right? They, yeah, they, yeah. they are smart enough to know that, Hey, if you want to get ahead in today's NBA, yeah, do some tampering because <laughs> up to this point, the punishments have been very lenient and everybody's yeah. doing it. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. they're smart enough to know to not be dumb about it. So mm-hmm. that's where a lot of Bulls fans are pointing their anger and their blame right now. It's like, hey, Rich Paul and Clutch Sports, y'all are the ones who messed this up. Mm. And it, they have good reason. And Matt, and like you said, everything we've seen from AK and Mark Eversley, it's been it's been logical and intelligent, right? Like everything you've seen them do has made sense and it's been a smart move. I don't think they would choose this moment <laughs> to decide to, you know what I'm saying, do something silly, you know what I'm saying, at this point in time. So I don't think it was them. Uh, clutch sports, yes, I can hear that. That's a great argument. Here's what I'm looking at too, Matt, and and I just want to go here because it just it just makes more fun to me to think, do think this. Do you think it was Levar Ball who texted? No, 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 <laughs> no. It definitely wasn't Levar. Levar, it, look, Levar ain't no snitch. That ain't he's a lot of things, but Levar ain't no snitch. He ain't gonna do that. He's not gonna mess up his own son's money. He's a, he he wouldn't do something like that. Here's what I'm looking at. I'm looking at the New Orleans Pelicans. That's who I'm looking at because doing this trade, I think it kind of messed up their talks that they wanted to have kind of with Kyle Lowry because they weren't ever able to kind of have that conversation. So they kind of had to make this deal, you know what I'm saying, to do it fast. But you know who I'm looking at, Matt. You know who I'm looking at in that organization. I am looking at their special advisor. That's who I'm looking at. I am looking at the one and the only Mr. Gar Foreman. That's who I'm looking at because it feels like something he would do. It just feels like oh. he would do something like this, Matt. Doesn't oh. it? Doesn't it in your soul kind of feel like Gar would would be this kind of petty? 
towards the Bulls oh. for doing this. Oh, dude, you just blew the top of my brain <laughs> off. Oh, my God. Yes. Gar the snitch. Yeah. Gar the snitch leaks this as soon as he knows it's a done deal in place mm-hmm. to try to get the league to investigate and open up tampering an investigation to stick mm-hmm. it to the team that fired him, mm-hmm. even though he 1,000% deserved to be fired. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, Matt. Oh. And you know, you know, I don't like going here sometimes, man. But the it, it's the it's too convenient. It's too convenient oh. that that would happen, and it's too convenient that the two teams that they're looking at are both of the teams that got the players that they wanted. They they got rid of Lonzo because they had to get rid of Lonzo, but they really wanted to get Kyle Lowry. Remember, we were hearing that. Throughout uh, talk, throughout the NBA talks and the NBA stratosphere, we were hearing that the New Orleans Pelicans were going to make a push for Kyle Lowry, and he ends up in Miami. So I find that very coincidental that the two teams that are involved with the here Pelicans both end up on the chopping block for the NBA as far as tampering violations. And I'm looking directly at Special Advisor Gar Foreman. I am. Oh my gosh! One of the <laughs> return of Jagar. Just the, the, awful, the awful villain sequel story. Return of Jagar. Oh, my God. That is awesome. Oh, shout, yeah, shout man. out to John Sabine. My, my brain just went to a Sabine yes. place. <laughs> yes, that's a good place to be sometimes. It's a good place. Good place. Oh, yeah, oh my God. I, oh, I, oh, that would make me so mad. <laughs> oh, my God. It feels oh like, like, God. like you know, AK, you know, lets him go. He's the one that fired him and got him out of there, got him moving. Because, you know, he was with the Bulls forever. He was going to be there forever. And oh. he gets him out of here. And it was pretty much like his first big move was getting him going and firing him. Because he didn't fire John Paxson. He didn't. He fired him. He got him up out of here immediately. He had to go. And Gar has always struck me as far as that guy who was a little bit petty. You know what I mean? He has a little pettiness to him. Uh, so it just feels like he would be the one to get on that phone and say, guys, you know, you might want to investigate this. You might want to check this one out, you know? Because Clutch Sports, in my opinion, you know, they're shrewd in their operations. And it it doesn't strike me as them, you know, blowing that, blowing that because that's kind of what they do. You know what I'm saying? They, with LeBron, yeah. like they're all about that tampering life. Why, why would they trick on them own selves and mess up their own thing? There's only one person that came to my mind that made logical sense in this. And it was and of, Gar Foreman. Of course, on the heels of our episode at the end of last week where we're like poking fun of Gar and telling your Gar mm-hmm. story. And of, mm-hmm. of course, of, of course. course, this happens. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm okay. glad I could be the one to reveal that to you, Matt. This makes me very happy. <laughs> so... So here's where we are now. Sure. Um, comparing it to a recent tampering investigation by the league last year, Milwaukee Bucks, the Bogdanovich deal that fell through, uh, that investigation took almost a month for the league to complete, and it True. ended with the Bucks having a second-round pick taken away from them as their penalty. What I heard from Bobby Marks, the mm-hmm. you know ESPN's NBA capologist and league rules expert, he did mm-hmm. a little video on his Instagram account talking through this, and he made it sound like the league is going to come down hard on these teams mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. because they're trying to set an example. And clearly some tampering took place here because it was a complicated sign and trade deal that was right. announced at 501. Right. So it, it could be 
more severe than the Bucks punishment for the Bogdanovich deal. We could be mm-hmm. talking about a first round pick here, which would be awful. I don't care about the fine up to $10 million because guess right. what? Have fun paying that, Reinsdorf's. Not my money, not my problem. Right. Right, right. Suspension for executives, that's another possible uh, possible punishment in these tampering rules. I don't see that as very likely. Forfeiting draft picks is what I'm worried about. We saw Sunday night, the Bulls made the announcement official. Lonzo has signed on the dotted line. The deal has been completed. They're not voiding the deal, which is right. another potential punishment for Correct. these tampering rules. Correct. The deal is done. So Bulls fans take a sigh of relief there. Lonzo Ball is a bull. Yeah. But it's it's potentially the penalty of the Bulls could lose a first-round draft pick for this. Yeah. When you talk about the fact that we gave up two for Vooch, gave up another one for DeRozan, and you and I are both in the belief of that those were worthwhile moves. It's mm-hmm. okay to forfeit those picks because you're, you're compiling a team of all-stars. That's the cost. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Losing a first-round pick on top of those – because of this would really, mm. really sting. Yeah, it would suck <laughs> very much so to lose that pick. And I'm not I'm not big on picks anymore, you know, because I see how non-reliant uh this front office kind of wants to be on those. And remember when AK said, you know, he doesn't want to pick early, you know, he likes picking late, he likes finding things later on. But regardless of that, it's still a first round pick. And you don't just want to have to give it up. For nothing, you know, you want to be and even if you don't use it, you're also taking away uh, ammunition for another trade if they want to make it. You know what I mean? Like you take that away from them. So it it's an issue with that because I remember the Milwaukee one because, like you said, they took a second round pick away from them and then they found out you know Bogdan hadn't even spoken to the Bucks. <laughs> he hadn't even said a word to them. He had nothing. He was like, "What are you talking about? I don't even know nobody in Milwaukee. I don't even talk to them." They still, you know, took that second round pick. Uh, from them but you know then they went out and won a championship so but it's okay but that's a second round pick a first round pick is where it was staying honestly man i wouldn't be surprised if they took a first and a second if if bobby marks is saying it like that like they want to make an example of the bulls uh to the rest of the league and show like these guys and and the bulls and and uh the heat because i'm sure the heat will will get penalized also but if they want to make an example when I hear stuff like that, I'm thinking, yeah, you might take two. You might take a first and you might take a second. I don't care about the fine, like you said. The main thing I was worried about, Matt, was losing the trade. That was the main thing for me. I didn't want the trade to be voided. And so now that I know the trade is official, like you said, it takes a lot off of me. I feel a little bit better and I'm okay with that. But losing a first round pick, yeah, it's going to suck. Um, knowing that we won't have one for what the next what three years or something like that, like that's going to yeah be a issue as far as building your depth, you know. And and it it just adds. It, and I'm sure AK and Eversley are smart, and I know they're smart, and they make moves and things like that. But it kind of ties a hand behind your back, so you have to work more miracles. You know what I mean to come up with things that you really want to do. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, we we want to touch uh, touch a little further on the league and them making an example of the Bulls potentially, and and why it is that the Bulls might be the team that finally gets uh, you know brought down hard against. Uh, we've also got to talk about the latest with Lowry Marketing. We will get to all that uh, before wrapping up the show. First, though, a word from our friends at Bet Online. BetOnline.ag, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Baseball season's in full swing. Big Dave's White Sox are cruising to the AL Central Division title. 
You can track all that action and bet on the White Sox and bet online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs. Major League Baseball, the NFL, which is right around the corner, even USC and MMA action. So before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all their great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game and start making money watching the teams that you love. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use promo code LOCKED ON. That's right. Go to the website, create an account, put $100 in your Bet Online account, and the Bet Online will give you 50 extra dollars to play with. That's an awesome deal. Remember, yeah, you got to use promo code LOCKED ON at sign up to get that 50% welcome bonus. So go to betonline.ag today. Bet Online. Your online sportsbook experts. Uh, the other big thing that I saw a lot of on Bulls Twitter reacting to this news over the weekend, Big Dave, in addition to whose fault is this? <laughs> it was, <laughs> damn it, we finally have a front office that does stuff. And 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 we're the team that's going to get brought down on harshly. We're the team that gets penalized when, gee, oh, LeBron and whatever team he's been on has been tampering for a decade. <laughs> <laughs> LeBron and the Heatles, that was tampering. LeBron yeah. and, and Kyrie and the Kevin Love stuff when he went back to Cleveland, that was tampering. The, t- the, the NBA's other most popular team of the 2010s, the Golden State Warriors, Kevin Durant going to the Warriors, that was tampering. Yeah. LeBron yeah. getting Anthony Davis to the Lakers, that was tampering. Yeah. So why is it that the Bulls, a big market team that has been wallowing in incompetence for years, finally makes some moves and has the league talking about them and people are excited about the bulls why is it that we are being made the example of why 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 oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, well again i don't want to say that we're alone in this because they got the heat too so i want i want people to know that too they got the miami heat as well we are not alone in this all right they're coming for them too but they did say they're going to make an example for us of us at least that's what bobby mark said so yeah, that's why Mattis. Why? K! K! <laughs> why is this happening? Oh, Matt, I think, honestly, it just goes back to that one minute. I think that's all it is. Um, it's kind of that thing of looking the other way, you know, when people are doing stuff. But when you do it in their face, they're like, come on, man. I have to. Like, it's kind of like no shirt, no shoes, no service. They might let you in, you know, with no shirt. They might let you in with no shoes. But when you show up in your drawers... They're like, come on, dude. Like, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> like, bro, like, you can't, you, you, come on, man. You got a phone going, man. Like, you, you can't be walking around. Like, I got to get you out of here. I, I have to do something. So I think it all comes down to that, Matt. Like, doing it at 501 is, is really, I think, the biggest, uh, thing here. And the fact that it was so complicated, um, cause it was, was 2024 second round pick and cash considerations and Tomas Sadoransky and, uh, Garrett Temple. How are you putting that together <laughs> in one minute? It's kind of what they're saying. Like you said earlier on, on the show. So I think that's what it is. But you're right. Uh, LeBron is the king of it. Uh, Pat Riley's been doing it for I don't know how long. Like, like guys, it's what it is. Like, teams tamper. They know it and they see it. But I think when they put it in the face, in their face, and they kind of just show it in their face like that, they're like, all right, we got to do something about it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I... It's just when I saw that, that tweet came across my timeline while I was at Wrigley in the bleachers trying to enjoy oh. a Saturday afternoon. Oh, that's And sucks. I saw it and I was like, 
of course. Like, of <laughs> like, I, I just had an awesome week doing pods with my guy, Big Dave. Bulls fans are excited. I'm at Wrigley on a beautiful yeah. Saturday. Of course, this comes across my Twitter alerts and ruins my weekend. Because <laughs> just tears of, it apart. Of course, the Bulls are the team that's going to get penalized for this when people have been getting away with it for a decade. I like. I get that Adam Silver is sick of tampering and trying to come up with ways to stop it. And then, mm-hmm. like in 2019, he signed on to new league rules that increased the potential penalties for tampering. True. And it is one of the ways in which he's trying to make this league more fair. And mm-hmm. I get that. But usually the, the anti-tampering stuff is about trying to protect the small market teams from losing big star players that were drafted and brought up in their organization. Great because point. it certainly felt like the Pelicans and the Anthony Davis situation were just like, arms were tied, there's nothing we can do. Our our homegrown talent wants out, he wants to go play with LeBron, and he's going to get what he wants. Yeah. The Bulls, like, come on! <laughs> Somehow yeah. it got leaked to the, the Bulls and the Pelicans, had this deal in place, and it got leaked, like you said, maybe 15 minutes too early. Yeah. And yeah. and after all of the tampering that has got has been people have been getting away with over the year. This really us had to be us had to be yeah. this had to be now when we're finally excited about this team again. It just seems, just seems like yeah. bullshit, man. Just yeah. seems like bullshit. I, I hear you. I hear you. And, and to think that it's not a, uh, I guess all NBA kind of player that they wouldn't got, you know, it's, it's Lonzo ball. You know, and I'm like, okay, if we're gonna be tampering and he's gonna get us down for something, if I wanna if I'm gonna go down for something, I want it to be big. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh man, you know, the Bulls, I don't know, the Bulls got uh Kevin Durant, you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, ah, oh, the leagues there, now you're tampering and you got that. Okay, well, you know, I, I can see that, you know, it's Kevin Durant. Of course, you know, we go down like that, you know. It's a big time name, you know, we were trying to get him, you know, one of the best players in the league, Giannis or something like Luca or something like that, you know. If you're gonna go down, go down big. It was just I was like Lonzo Ball, y'all gonna get us for Lonzo Ball, man. Like, come on, man. Like, you know, like don't get us for that. You know, y'all know we wanted him. You already knew it. You saw that. You, you, we were trying to get him for I don't know how long uh, during the trade deadline. Like, we tried. We they knew right. we were trying. It was in place. It wasn't a secret around right. the league. They knew the Bulls wanted Lonzo Ball. Everybody knew this. So, and right. this wasn't a secret. And Lonzo wanted to come here. Like. I, like I said before, Matt, there were only three places he was going. It was New York, right. Chicago, and L.A. That was it. And he made it known, like, yeah, I want to kind of want to play with the Bulls. Cool. Awesome. Let's right. do it. And the league is like, nah. <laughs> and look, I mean, there, there still is a possibility here that the league does its investigation mm-hmm. and finds that the Bulls and Pelicans didn't do anything wrong. I mean, right. Right. Te- Correct. technically Correct. speaking, the Correct. Bulls could have called up the Pelicans – when the clock struck midnight, so to speak, clock struck five Chicago time and said, okay, Sato, Temple, second round pick. And the Pelicans say, yes. Yeah. That takes five seconds. It does. The tweet comes out at 501. There you go. But yeah. unfortunately, the league has the authority when they open an investigation like this to go through the Bulls executives search email history. Yeah. Look at look at texts, look at call records on their phones. Yeah. yeah. So if there is evidence of anybody within the Bulls organization talking to Lonzo and his representatives and the Pelicans in the hours, days leading up to the official start of free agency, mm-hmm. boom, hammer co- hammer's coming down. 
yeah. they find that evidence, hammer's coming down because, as we said, Silver wants to make an example, which, yeah. you know, I, I an, a, <laughs> well, an added price, an added price to a front office that's actually trying to get into the game, so to speak. Trying to keep us, trying, they're trying to stop us from being great, Matt. And I, but I think that's the biggest thing. Like, if they find, if, if they find they talk to his representation, that's going to be the big issue here. Like, and so that's all I'm concerned about. If, as long as they don't find out they spoke, that he, he spoke to his agent or his representation about a deal and anything like that, okay, I can take whatever penalty you want to get because it can't be super severe. But if they find evidence of that, that's when we're talking about, uh-oh, <laughs> that first round pick that you're talking about and stuff like that. Yeah, that's that's when that's going down like that. So, but yeah, yeah like they don't they don't strike me as dumb, is all I'm saying. They don't strike me as dumb or or stupid or you know, not not being careful, you know what I'm saying, and covering their tracks, even if they're doing something, you know, that they know they might not should be doing. They just seem right. like they're pretty smart in that, man. So I'm gonna just again, I'm gonna lean on that. You know, and just be happy with the fact that I do have the point guard I wanted. It's official. They that's all I wanted. Yeah. I love how the Bulls put that out on their Twitter in all caps. You know what I'm saying? Like, official chump. Like this is what yeah. it is. We got it. Me- meanwhile, I'm pretty sure that the NBA, you know, league office just received a manila envelope from return address <laughs> re- from return address for Garmin and be like, oh, here's here's some of this evidence. Uh, here's some stuff you might be interested in finding. Oh, man, I can't tell you how good that makes me feel. I could just tell you that. Um, all right, moving on. Last thing we want to talk about. As we record this on, on Monday midday, Lowry Markkinen mm. still unsigned. One of the last big mm. names, so to speak, of free agency that has not found a home. We've gotten some more context over the weekend. Uh, first, there was that report from that Finnish reporter, that Finnish uh, mm-hmm. you know, publication, who got mm-hmm. actual quotes from Lowry, who has been quiet to the Bulls beat during all of this. And he said to that Finnish reporter, yeah, I want out. I want a fresh start. Yeah. I'm looking elsewhere. And there are a lot of teams interested. So first we get that. Then we get, okay, Charlotte and Minnesota still might be interested a little bit, but um, you know, Charlotte... Uh, what uh, Kelly Oubre Jr., right? They sign him, mm-hmm. so it's like, oh, okay, well, mm-hmm. pretty sure they just used all the money that could have gone to signing Lowry. So maybe that means mm-hmm. that the Hornets are out. Maybe the T-Wolves are still interested. Then the Dallas Mavericks come around as a team that's reportedly interested in his services. Our guy John, yeah. you know, diehard Mavs fan. I'm, I'm rocking my yeah. Bulls-Mavs crossover shirt today in honor of this Dude. Bulls and, and Lowry's stuff going on. Oh, my God. I'll tell you in a minute. I'll tell you in a minute because that's so weird. But go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> And and now we on top of that, Mark Stein reports that the Pelicans are back in play, the team that was interested in Lowry at the deadline, perhaps. And now that the Pelicans have a $17 million trade exception and might mm-hmm. be willing to spend some of that on a contract for Lowry marketing, which makes you think, well, then why couldn't we have just done the side of trade for Lowry to begin with? But hey, if you get that done with just Temple and Sato and a second rounder, mm-hmm. And you somehow find yourself to find a way to get yourself something also for Lowry in a new mm-hmm. deal in a sign and trade with mm-hmm. the Pelicans, maybe. Hey, like th- there's there's something to that. Although now we are past that point where, yeah, he's still restricted and the Bulls can match, but they could just sign him to an offer, you know, straight out that the Bulls would choose not to match. So it's still possible the Bulls lose Lowry for nothing here. What do you think about these latest updates? Uh well, first of all. 
It's so funny you're wearing that shirt because I had it on yesterday. <laughs> and I was I was looking at it yesterday and I was marveling at the fact that John Sabine has his own shirt. Like the tag is his is his face. Like he has his own shirt. The boy got his own money. <laughs> boy got his own money. That all is his blow towels, are they? Right. <laughs> Big Nick. But I think um, the the Mavericks is a team I thought he was going to go to for months now. I've, I've said that to John a bunch of times. Like, he, he just fit. It, as far as fit is concerned, it just felt like they would love to have that, a guy like that on their team. You know, that international flavor, uh, another seven-foot shooter, uh, a guy who needs a point guard. Because when he was at his best, when I would watch him overseas, it was because he had an elite point guard with him. So that that is a good fit. The Pelicans is interesting because, like you said, they have that money, but they also have picks. Uh, so if I can trade Lowry and get some of those picks and maybe kind of hand that off to the NBA, <laughs> you know, like for a couple of these tampering, like, okay, here, you'll take a couple of these with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's fine. Take, Hey, here's a couple. You can take these picks that we got from the Pelicans. That also, for me, is Gar Foreman. Uh, because now if that I'm looking at their team, I'm like, you got Tomas Sadoransky, who, who guard brought in in free agency. And you got Lowry Markinen, who guard, who had a huge hand in, uh, drafting. So it feels like he's getting his guys, you know, guys, he wants to be there. So I would be cool with that. I think those two places make the most sense as far as fit. And as far as monetarily, I think those are the two places that, that make the most sense. Uh, for him of course he can go to charlotte uh you know who doesn't want to play with Lamelo? you know he's a great point guard and, and things like that but i don't know what charlotte has to to give up or it could give the the bulls uh but yeah i see the pelicans make sense and yeah if we can get that done but whatever we need to do it needs to get done soon i know that it needs to happen because i want this done before this investigation ends just just in case you know we have some cachet with us so they can, you know, dig into our bag, you know, take what they need and things like that. So, yeah. Yeah, it does make you wonder if that ongoing investigation is going to, in some in some ways, hinder a potential, you know, deal for Lowry that would kind of finally put the the Bulls pieces in place. We'll, we'll mm-hmm. see, you know, does somebody get from Summer League, in addition to the two second rounders, you know, Io and, and Marco, get like earn a spot we still have to round out the back 15 of the roster right but like the last yeah, big true. piece of the puzzle is figuring out what the hell's going on with lowry marketing yes it certainly, <laughs> it certainly sounds like he wants to go and the most likely thing that happens here is he's gonna go it's just a matter of how he goes and if the bulls get yeah. something for him and now you have this in- investigation going on and wondering man i hope that this doesn't screw up this and make this more complicated yeah. we'll see we'll keep a close eye on it uh you know if anything big breaks we'll be here to react to it before we get out of here big dave the other big piece of bulls news from mm-hmm. monday morning i know you made I, I know you were very happy to see this news it's official cristiano felicio signed with a different team some random team from germany playing in something <laughs> called Euro <laughs> or something he gone big dave I am so happy. 
me, y'all don't understand. Let me talk to you for one second. I'm going to make this as quick as I can, but it probably won't be. If it's anybody on this team, I could not wait to see lead. It was Cristiano Felicio. Everybody's got their one. So uh, Matt's is Denzel Valentine. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's got their one guy who they just wants to see get up off this team so we can move forward as a team. For me, it was Cristiano Felicio. He was the symbol of trash for this team. He was the guy I looked at and be like, we're a bad team. And he was the poster boy of that. Because of the contract that he signed, it was ironclad. It was guaranteed. We couldn't trade him because of it. He was making $8 million a year. That's insane to do nothing, to sit on the bench, dog, and forget that he's even in the basketball game. Do you not remember him not being in the basketball game? Oh, God, it was the fourth quarter. It was the fourth quarter, and the game was on the line. He forgot. How about him trying to bring the ball up and run point guard? How about him doing stuff like that? It is too many things to name of why I could not stand Cristiano Felicia. So I was just sat, and I was patient. And I said, it's coming. I know it's going to happen. I know AKE and Eversley are going to do me right because once they got to knock out of here, once they got that ball-headed minutes out of here, I knew who was next. I knew it was coming. And the final piece for me was getting this dude off the team because now you don't have anybody on the team who I'm like, I can't stand them. I, they get on my nerves when I see them, make my skin itch because they have a Bulls jersey on. Made my skin crawl. Now all I need is somebody else to put on that number six and make me forget all about that this dude was even on my team. He is an atrocity. He is an abomination to Chicago Bulls basketball. I couldn't stand it that he was here. And some of it is not his fault because it was a contract that he signed. It was it had to do with that front office who gave him all that money. I get that. Gar. He couldn't. Yes. Gar. Yes. Yes, yes, absolutely. It had to do with that. But my God, this dude cannot play basketball. He could not get on the floor. On a team that was bad for four years, on a team that was bad, he still was the last option. Do you understand that? You stink. You're not good. And I'm still like, nah, you need to sit on the bench. That's not good. You are trash, dude. You are atrocious. I'm so glad he's gone. He's out of here. I wish him nothing but luck in his future endeavors. I hope he goes overseas and balls out. I hope he does his thing. But you won't be doing it here anymore. It's over. It's done. Get in the van and get out of here. Thank you, AK and Eversley. I love y'all so much. Woo! He's out. Oh, um, oh, that feels good. Woo! Shout out to our pal Gustavo, who I noticed was retweeting a lot of our old clips from Outsiders whenever we were poking fun at Felicio or, you know, <laughs> any of the random games where he was in and we just had to talk about, like, why, why is Felicio here? Like, why? when you were talking about where he was he was on the wrong side of the court on an inbounds play and then realized it and then sprinted to the other direction and then knocked over his teammate as the inbounds play was unfolding. <laughs> and committed uh, the foul. Right? Committed the foul. <laughs> then there was the one where... Uh, Speaking, as you said, of him being the last option off of your bench, that time when Gafford was coming back from an injury and Boylan wouldn't commit to him when healthy, being ahead of, ro- of Felicio in the rotation, and we were all like, "Just, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, what did you say? You don't know if Gafford is ahead of Felicio in oh. the front court rotation? Oh. All of those head-pounding Felicio moments aside, I will say he gave us one beautiful shining moment. And do you know what that was? What was it? It was accidentally, because he didn't know what was going on, 
I know Robbing what he's doing. Dwayne Wade of his Bulls triple-double <laughs> as time expires and Wade needs his 10th rebound and Felicio comes over the top of him. Over the knocks, top of him! And knocks the ball out of bounds. It was the best thing and the one and only good thing <laughs> that we got from those four extra years of Cristiano Felicio. It was not the one and only great thing. That was a terrible, terrible, ridiculous thing to do. Jump over the man. How you don't know? That this is a triple double. How you don't even see that is going on? Why are you jumping over a teammate anyway to get a rebound? Why? The game's over. What are you doing? Why are you jumping? Oh, my God. He wanted that rebound. He wanted that rebound. Well, he got it, and now he's gone. And I don't have to look at him no more, and I don't have to see him, Matt. He's gone. He's not even in the league. He's gone. He's out. Goodbye. Peace. Arrivederci. <laughs> Good day, sir. Good day, sir. Uh, now that he has Woo! signed, you know what that means. The next thing that we have on deck for Bulls breaking news has got to be a Denzel yeah. Valentine to the Lakers announcement. It's got to happen. It has to be. It's got to happen. You'll have faith. Their their roster hey, isn't at fifteen yet, is it? They're signing all these hilarious guys. They added Dwight Howard back. They, you know, mm. they got Mello. They got all this crazy stuff going on. <laughs> Give me Denzel to the Lakers. I need it. You, you <laughs> it's got to have your Christmas present. Now I, I did. want mine. <laughs> I did. Oh, my God. AK and Mark Eversley, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, I don't have to deal with this dude no more. God, he's a job. crazy, man. Just watching him do stuff. Who runs on their tiptoes? Like, it just drove me insane watching him play basketball, man. It drove me crazy because I knew he shouldn't be out there, but he's making more money than people who are out there. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, everybody's gone. Everybody's gone. One more guy left, and that's Matt's guy. So there's one more guy left, and we got to get Matt's guy out of here. He's the last piece. But, man, I am ecstatic, guys. Join me in my joy, won't you? Join me in this joy. Get this dude in the van. Get out of here. Can't stand him. Get out. Woo. Let us, let us, mm-hmm. uh, let us rejoice in the departure of Felicio. And, and also, still, you know, the Lonzo deal is official. There is no... Announcement about any potential tampering investigation with when it comes to the DeMar DeRozan thing, because clearly that happened like, you know, on day two. So yeah. that deal is presumably safe, even if it hasn't been officially announced yet. Be happy about the things that this front office accomplished. And yeah, we're we're worried right now about that hammer that might come down when the league finishes its investigation. And we're talking about the Bulls right. potentially losing another first round pick, and that would hurt. But it hey. Would. Be hey. be appreciative and glad about the fact that we now have a front office that was bold enough to do something that yes. made the league say, "What are y'all doing yes. over there?" <laughs> is that is trying to win? A giant departure from the old norm that we all were oh sick God. of and had to deal with for years and years and years. So still try to keep Preach. that positive frame of mind as we worry about these uh, these findings in the investigation. Because you know what, Preach. everybody tampers. If you can't beat them, join them. So I'm, is. I'm glad. Even, even if they get punished for this and the league decides to make mm. an example of them, I'm still glad they did it. You know why? Yeah. Because it's a hell of a lot better than not making any calls and sitting there with your thumbs up your butts on the first day of free agency. <laughs> hell of a lot better. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, what a happy, happy day. 
What a joyous, joyous day, man. Lovely oh, my day. God, he is going. Lovely day. day. Lovely day. Lovely day. All right. Lovely day. <laughs> That's going to do it for today. Appreciate y'all. Once again, thank you so much for helping us have a historic week of Locked on Bulls podcast last thank week. Uh, awesome, awesome, awesome. To see that kind of stuff from y'all. We appreciate your support. Mm-hmm. Hope you all enjoyed all that mailbag content we gave you at the back end last week <laughs> and this week. Thanks, everybody, for your texts and your voicemails. We'll do some more mailbag later on this week. Uh, reacting to any other Bulls news that might break, uh, and and we'll keep you updated on anything else. Also, Summer League. As we are wrapping this up, the Bulls' first Summer League game tips off in about 90 minutes. So yeah. go watch Patrick Williams and that young crew ball Ooh. out. And we'll talk about that. Marco. As well. Let's get it. Marco. Ayo, go to work, baby. <laughs> Thanks for I'm our sponsor, Rock Auto and Bet Online. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter. I'm at Bulls underscore Peck. He's at Foul BAWL Sports. We are at Locked On Bulls. From our co-host, Big Dave, I am Matt. Thanks for listening as always, Bulls Nation. See red. Be good. Peace out. He's gone. Step into my office. Because you're f***ing fired.